Welcome to the If She Did It podcast. I'm your host, Becky Sagan, a business coach for beginner online entrepreneurs. Consider this podcast your go-to guide for all things scaling your business to your first 10K months. Get ready to be inspired through marketing, mindset, spirituality, and the stories of successful fempreneurs. I'm so excited to have you here. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to the If She Did It podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. Honestly, there have just been so many amazing episodes this season, and I'm just loving sharing all the magic with you all. Um, This week, I have my awesome friend, Candice Chapman, talking all things DMs with you guys. She is seriously unbelievable. She totally blows all... Uh, typical perspectives of the DMs like out of the water she's like screw that and she has her own way of doing things and it's just really amazing and it was a really fun conversation to have and to be honest Candace has totally changed my perspective of DM sales and a lot of things in the DMs that I wasn't necessarily a fan of before and she just from being friends with her has really changed my perspective and has really helped me up level my business so She's really an amazing woman and a force to be reckoned with, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. I'm so excited for you guys to give this episode a listen, so we're just going to dive on in. Um, Be sure to listen through to the end. I have some exciting things to share with you all at the end, so don't miss out on that. Welcome to the podcast, Candice. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much, Becky. I'm so excited to be on as well. Yay. Okay, so let's start by you sharing your story with us. Share with us how you got into entrepreneurship, how you got to where you are today, and we'll go from there. Yeah, so, you know, I think it starts from sort of similar to a lot of people having a passion to serve people. Um, I didn't actually know what that looked like. I got started about three years ago. All I knew is I love to talk. I love to show up on social media. I love to help. There has to be a way to get paid to do this. And so I started out by looking at what I had been through. And, and, and one of the biggest things for me was my mother passing away. And that was a very traumatic experience for me throughout my life. And so I said, I want to help other people overcome their trauma and really use their mindset to move forward. So I started out as a life coach, really, really general. I was helping everybody and their mother. That didn't go so well. <laughs> I'd actually got into like hardcore therapy and like, you know, some serious issues and said, I had to step back and say, I can't do that work. Um, so then I niched down into mindset strategy, which was a little bit more of my calling and really helping people to identify their weaknesses and, you know, how to move forward and actually accomplish their goals. And then I started getting people asking me, well, how do you seem so confident? How do you show up? And How do you just get on live and talk about any and everything? And it seems so easy. How did you create a course? And so I was like, is this business coaching? <laughs> And then I got into business coaching. And then, you know, as time went on, I really niched down and found my true love for DMs because I looked at what is something that's been a common denominator throughout my three years of coaching. And that has been that I've always used DMs and I've never been afraid to do it. I just went in, you know, took messy action. And so now I am an Instagram DM sales coach, helping coaches to really better qualify conversations, understand the art of conversation 
and sell using permission-based selling strategies in the DMs. I love that. And I love that you like took, like had those steps. I, I think it's so interesting. I, I feel like a lot of people um, that are business coaches in the online space, it's one of two things, not all of them, but a lot. It's either like they start as a social media manager and then they either go straight into business coaching or like for me, I started as a social media manager and then got into like marketing coaching and then business coaching. Or it's like that other direction, which is kind of what you did of like you started as like a different kind of coach and you built up that business and then people started asking you questions and that was like your realization and some people are like yeah I could do business but I don't want to I hate business coaching and I don't want to do it but you were like oh wait this is fun let me do this now and I just think that's I, so cool <laughs> I love that <laughs> um so <laughs> Sorry, my like Wi-Fi is like weird, and I was like, "Wait, were you talking? Or was I talking for a second? So, some so that always happens. Sometimes I just am awkward. Everything's fine. Okay, so <laughs> so I really really love that, um, and I'm excited to talk about DMs with you because I feel like this is almost like a controversial topic because there are a lot of people that have really strong opinions in all different directions when it comes to the DMs. So. I think maybe let's start the conversation by you just simply like talking to us about like your position or like, I, I don't want to call it a position. We don't need to get political on this when it comes to DMs or like your viewpoint, your viewpoint on DMs. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. Super controversial people either really, really love them or they hate them and they would never ever in their life use them. <laughs> Makes my work really fun. Um, so my position is everybody should use DMs, whether it's their main strategy or a part of a bigger, larger strategy. The way I think about it is people need to think long-term about their business. I don't know any coach who's been you know, in this industry five, 10 years who's never used DMs to close a deal or to warm up a lead or a prospect or to direct them to a different service. You have to talk to people. If you are using social media, you will find yourself in the DMs. So to me, it's crazy to hear coaches who think it's just absolutely absurd to use it um, or that they would never do it. And I particularly think it's important for new entrepreneurs or people, let's just say three years or less in business, where they might not have gotten that traction yet. And they don't want to spend money on ads. They don't want to spend money on funnels or even learn the, you know, the strategy behind that. You will always come back to having your ability to talk, right? conversations and that's free and so I, I that's why i definitely recommend it for new entrepreneurs because it's a low low cost or free investment in that way all it takes is just understanding how to talk to people and learning the process around you know being able to potentially close so i of course i'm a fan i love it and to think a little bit further again going back to that point of really thinking long term in your business i use dms to close brand deals and collaborations and partnerships and you know, podcast things and all of that, right? That's how we, we talked, right? That's how we met. And so it's not just about closing clients. It's about building a business through conversation. That is so true. That's such a good point. And I've made some amazing friends from just having conversations. Um, I think there's so many different things I want to say right now, but I think right now the best like next, I guess, question or opinion is, you know, the conversation that I usually have when I start um, outreach in the DM. So I pretty much DM everybody that follows me, um, to try and start a conversation. Do they all answer? 
not necessarily, but I like to message all of them and start a conversation. And to be completely honest, like my favorite thing to talk about is business. So, you know, I've been seeing actually recently a lot of posts around like, be more creative than asking me how my business is doing and like what I do and how long I've done it for. And I'm like, now I'm finding myself as like this a successful business coach being self-conscious because I'm like, dang, do people really think that I'm being lazy when I'm actually curious to learn about their business? So I think it's really interesting. So I, I'm curious, what's your, first of all, what's your opinion on that concept? Because I think that there are, that is the typical thing that coaches teach is like ask about their business, but it's like, the way I see it is it's like your um, intention behind it. So I'm super genuine in the way I'm reaching out and I'm like, I really do care. And there are some people that don't get that, but, and that kind of are like, I'm not looking for a coach. And I'm like, okay, sorry. That's not what I was trying to do. But like, what's your opinion on that, that way of approaching the DMs of like asking about their business and that kind of a thing? Yeah. So a couple of things, you know, within my strategies, I will give some some scripts, some guidelines, and then of course, like high level strategy on closing. But I think the first intro message is not actually the one that really matters. Yes, you want to get them to respond, but it's everything after that. And I think those couple of messages after that, that guides the conversation to, you know, ideally talking about how you might help them. But to, to answer that specifically, it, it's what works, you know, and this is where coaches need to look at their data. And when I say data, even if you're a new coach, if you've only had 10 conversations, go look at those conversations and see which ones responded and go with that message and continue to go that direction until it doesn't work or it does work. Right. So it's about understanding your data and saying, okay, that message never works for me. That message you just mentioned actually does still work for me. Um, people typically respond. Now it's also important to think about how things will change and grow and marketing isn't always, you know, marketing and sales always changes. Will that work in another year? I can't tell you that, right? But it's about understanding what works now and and trying different things. I think people are afraid to variate or deviate, I should say, away from what coaches say, right? So if that feels like a bad message and you don't want to send it, send another message, you know? Yeah, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. And I think it's just honestly, um, it's just interesting because I think that there's, since this is, I don't know why this has become such a hot topic of like DMs or not to do, it's like to DM or not to DM. Like, I feel like that's what the conversation has become. And um, I think it's interesting that there even are like that. I even have seen posts that are calling coaches out for having like asking those questions. What I think in reality, like the real conversation to be having is stop being ingenuine in the DMs. If you're being genuine and you actually care about the answers, who cares the questions you're at? Obviously you don't want to like overstep and ask something that's inappropriate to be asking. But if you care about the answers, why not ask the question, you know? I totally agree. I think it's a couple of things. One, I don't want to, you know, fault any new entrepreneur by saying you need a strategy, but I think that's where a lot of it comes from. People who don't know any better and they just say whatever in the DMs and it leaves a bad taste in people's mouths and those experiences stay with them for a long time. And so then it perpetuates this whole idea that DMs are so bad. And I think it also is on the flip hand where people are genuine and message but they never, you know, the prospect never responds. And so again, DMs are so bad. They don't work. See, like, and here's proof. And so I think that's all noise because you could say that for any strategy, ads are terrible. They don't work. 
funnels are terrible. They don't work. It's overcomplicated. You don't, right? There's always going to be a, a, a fan base for DMs and, you know, people totally against it. But my thing is, I always ask coaches, don't you want to feel like you know how to talk to people? If the answer is yes, you need to learn DMs, right? If you never want to talk to people, sure, keep going the way you're going. I think majority of coaches, when you just break it down to the art of conversation and being able to communicate your value and your intentions, then the the conversation is much different. Mm, that's such a good point. That's such a good point. So I'm someone, I, I mean, I think it's kind of obvious by this conversation we're having, but I'm someone that loves the DMs. Like, I think it's so valuable. And I'm, I'm personally getting to a place in my business where I don't necessarily have to have as many DM conversations to keep the enrollments coming in from my programs, but I'm still having them and it's still valuable. And what's really interesting to me is I talk to a lot of people and they're like, they almost don't even realize that it's necessary. Like, and I'm, that, this is why I'm so glad we're having this conversation and that this episode will be on my podcast because I think it's important for people to understand that like it is necessary to have DMs, at least in your opinion, in my opinion, to really scale your business in the beginning because it's just from experience with my clients, with my, with my own business, it's like people aren't going to reach out to you in the beginning parts of your business, like they're until you become somebody where they're like looking up to you and it takes a minute to like build that authority, unless you're having conversations, how is somebody gonna, like, they're just not even gonna reach out in my belief in the way I see it. And it's like, so then what do you do? You just wait and hope that somebody comes to you and just sit there. Right. Hope marketing does not get you paid. And another thing I say is the afraid don't get paid, right? If you're going to be afraid to, to, to message someone, you're going to have a tough time. And I think a lot of people don't want to hear that and they don't believe it. And it's not until I'm talking to people in the DMs, they're like, I've been doing this for a year and I can barely make a sell. And I ask, are you talking to people? No. Um, well, I tried to grow my Facebook group, but you never talk to people, right? So it's just like, it's really shocking to hear still how, you know, um, misinformed people are or, you know, mistrusting of just the process around just, just reaching out. And even to go a little bit further on that, I am so glad I've reached out to so many people because there's been a time where even, you know, even six months ago, I'm like, oh, should I reach out to this person? They look like they're way ahead of me, like crushing it, multiple six figures, like, whoa, like, you know, that, that's not going to work. And I messaged them anyway and come to find out they need my help. Right. And I, then I enrolled them or we become really close friends. And then that's like a lifelong bond. And so it's like, you never know what can come from just starting a DM conversation, whether it's a sell, a great biz bestie or some sort of collaboration. It's so true. It's so true. I sometimes even like, I'll still get caught in, like I DM most people that follow me, but sometimes somebody follows me and they have like 50,000 followers. And I'm like, why'd you follow me? And I like, won't send them a message. I like, won't send them a message. And then later I'm like, that's silly. I should just reach out and like have a conversation and like, just see. Um, Because first of all, followers don't mean anything. Second of all, if it, if they, if it does mean something, you know, there are so many people that have 50,000 followers, but they're not like all real followers or maybe in, in, sorry, I'm like not finishing my thoughts. In which case, if that's the case, they might need, you know, my help or your help or whatever. Or if they do have 50,000 real followers, like, and they just followed me, 
like maybe I should be having a conversation with them. Like there's a, you know, there might be an opportunity there. So I love that you said that and that like, it's not always about um, making a sale. And that's something else. Like I always tell my clients, I'm like, don't go into it with dollar signs in your mind, go into it with the excitement and intention of like having a, building a connection and seeing what comes out of it. Absolutely. I, I, one thing that I had to help my clients understand, which is really tough is that, your goal should be to help a prospect make a decision, right? And what that really means is you have had a conversation with them that's gone back and forth. It's gone very well. And you've communicated whatever point you're getting across, your perspective, your beliefs. And that has allowed them to have more clarity around where they're going in their business or whatever in their life and their health and wellness, fitness, whatever, right? And that clarity is what drives the decision, whether it is to move forward with you or it is to say, Hey, you know what? I actually need a different strategy. I'm so glad I figured that out. Or, Hey, you know what? I need this, but not right this second, reach back out in two weeks or whatever. Right. But the challenge is people are so, like you mentioned, so ready to get to sign that they rush that process and they're doing their prospect a disservice because you don't want confused people in your, in your programs and your offers. You want them to know that this offer is aligned with them and for them and going to get them the results that they're looking for. And you want to be clear that you can deliver the results that they need. Right? So it's about really understanding and helping them to make that decision and helping them to come uh, or to get more clarity. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Okay. So talking another, I mean, maybe it's just controversial in my head, but I think it's controversial. Another, another thing, maybe I'm just starting shit in my own brain. I don't know, but, (laughs) but okay. So what is your opinion when it's like, I feel like there's a, like, okay, let me back step a little bit. So I believe personally, um, if it's, if, if you're selling something and if you're having a conversation, you want to sell to somebody and it's, and it's something that's like less than a thousand dollars, go for it. If you want to sell on the DMS, like whatever, that's fine. It's not like a huge investment, but the way I, like, I personally feel if you're doing something like a four figure investment, get on a freaking sales call for two reasons. One, it make in my opinion, it makes it easier. And you can also make sure that you actually like the person. Cause I've had a DM conversation with somebody and then I get on the phone with them and I'm like, wow, I can't stand you. I do not want you as a client, but that's my opinion. I, I see a lot of people that are like, sell 100% of the DMs, avoid sales calls, all that kind of stuff. Where do you, what, what is your opinion? And then can you like explain your opinion? Yeah, this is a great question because I have one. Um, and it first goes back to, I want my clients to be able to do either or. I want to set them up for total success. So, you know, my main method, the direct message money method, teaches them how to close directly in the DMs and get someone to pay them in the DMs, send them a link, as well as get on a sales call. Now, primarily I'm working with clients who are selling something at least $2,000, right? Up to like $6,000. So that is, you know, a relatively big investment. And I have clients who aren't doing sales calls at all and some who aren't. And I say it's around two things. It goes back to your qualification process. How solid is that? If all you have is a conversation in the DMs and then you're enrolling, you are going to have more your room for error or like, you know, bad clients or not getting those results, maybe some misalignment. But let's say if you have a built out process that is five steps, 
which my process is, one of my processes, where you know I'm talking to you in the DMs, you're probably gonna fill out an, a lengthy application, and then you're gonna take an assessment so that I can see where you're at now and what's the gap between where you want to be, right? And then you're gonna send me that score and we're gonna talk about it a little bit more and then boom, you might just get in the program and we're not even gonna get on a call. Or, you know, if the, the, the prospect has more questions, I'm not gonna be like, no, never a call, but it's about, again, the better you're at, the better you are with DMs and the more experience you have, I, I definitely think you won't need sales calls. Um, I rarely do them anymore, no matter what I'm selling. And that's just because I've built out solid processes. So that's what I try to do for my clients, help them to build out strong qualification processes, questions, strategy, assessments, whatever, so that they can get, uh, just have people pay in the DMs. Um, does that answer that question? Yeah, yeah. But now I'm, now I'm so curious. So obviously don't give us all your secrets, but like when you're talking about like sending them like a, a form and stuff, so you have them fill out like an application form, but then you have the conversation like in the DMs versus like having them schedule a call. Because I've just, well, you know, I just love DMs. This can go so many ways. It's almost like a crazy, like flow chart. I start here and I go that way. Or if I start here, I go left. Right. And so I'll just list a whole bunch of the ways that this goes. It can be, most people actually do find me from Instagram and, and we talk in DMs. So if they're ready and hot and they have been watching all my content, they sort of know how I qualify. I actually had someone tell me the other day, I already know what you're going to ask me. So I'll just tell you now. And I was like, whoa, you've been watching my content. I will just send them a PDF with all of the details of my program, how long the commitment is, how many hours they need to dedicate, what the coaching looks like, very lengthy, like seven page PDF, listing all of the phases, being very transparent, the price point, how to get started, what's gonna happen if they say they're in. That's one way. Um, those are for those super ready clients. And you know, you just feel it in your heart that it's gonna work out. So, so sort of intuitive in that way. Then, you know, if I'm talking to someone and they're, let's say, a little bit more uh, new to entrepreneurship, I typically am helping them get clarity on where they're at. That's in the DMs. And then typically they'll fill out an application form. If that goes well, I may send them that PDF, which is a little bit more lengthy, and then they can decide. Or I may just hop on a call. But that is rare if they really are ready but have questions that I just don't feel like answering or it's you know like the application the pdf and then the assessment so most people who are let's just say new entrepreneurs like just trying to start closing some sales uh just need those beginning strategies around dms they're going to take a, a business assessment and that helps them to just understand sort of like four pillars of if they're using stories and live video if they're in the dms what you know, how intensive are they in the DMs? And it's basically like a video that I explain all of my quadrants and what I'm teaching just to see if they're even close to that or really, really far away from that. And, you know, that's the goal we're going to be reaching. Um, and there's a bunch of questions and they can score themselves. And then they'll take that and report it back to me and then we'll talk about it. And that is further clarity for them to see like, wow, I really need your services because I got like a 20 out of 100, right? Or whoa, this is what's going to be required of me. That's too much or whatever. I don't want to do it. And then boom, now you're, now you don't have to get on the phone with me or waste my time. Right. 
Um, but for people who are like pretty certain that they need to really scale and, and start uh, using some of those more uh, advanced strategies, they don't typically fill out all of that stuff. We typically talk in the DMs and I send them a link and we're in, right? But it's very clear they're going to know when we start, what's involved, and that's built off my qualification process. So that is that is pretty much how I do it. And it's, it's just really about having everything in place and something that is repeatable over and over and over. And so I've built that out and I consistently refine that so that I can better qualify, better serve and get better clients in my programs. That's so cool. I love that. I feel like most people that I talk to that are like, um, closing the DMS, they just like have a conversation back and forth. And all of a sudden they're like signing them. And I'm like, I've had conversations like that before, but even then like that, and this just is probably me and just how I do my business, right? We all have our different ways of doing business where I'm just like, can we like, I'll tell them the price and they're sometimes in the DMs and they're like, yeah, let's do this. I'm like, let's just like still hop on a call. Like I'm always like, let's just hop on a call. But that's, you know, it's just like what works for each person. But that's, I, I like the way that you explained it. That's, that's really cool. Um, so for somebody that's listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, like that process, because honestly, let's be real, I, that process, listening to that is going to be interesting to some people. And I also ask that because I was really curious and it might be overwhelming to some people that listen to this episode. So with, if, if somebody that's newer is listening to this episode and they're like, oh my gosh, that seems so far off from me, how can they get started with being productive and having effective conversations in the DMs? Yeah. So one of the things I want to mention is most of this is done for my clients. And so they don't have to create all this on their own, right? Because that is very overwhelming. I literally come in and teach them like, here's the templates, here's the strategies, boom. Right. So they can sort of standardize. That's really the goal with what, uh, what I try to teach. Um, and of course, no conversation is the same, but a process so that either you can outsource it eventually have another person on your team and really scale by having conversations. But for someone getting started, it's about, I think it's a numbers games, right? In that way, like you don't want to look at people as a number, but meaning if you have only had three conversations, where do you expect to get with that? As opposed to 30 a month or 300 a month, that's extreme, right? <laughs> I once had 300 conversations with women. It was, it was, it was interesting. I actually did it to sort of like just test my limits, <laughs> And my DMs were blowing up and I, I just couldn't do it. But anyway, I think it's about being consistent and saying, I'm going to talk to people, you know, if not daily, weekly. Um, and then I'm going to create content. And that's a whole other part of direct message to profit that I never really talk about because people just think it's all DMs. No, you want to start being able to get people to come to you. So creating a lot of call to action content on a deeper level that gets people to buy in, meaning like buy into your idea so that then they message you, right? So I think it's about creating consistent content and, and, and reaching out to people. I love your idea of um, messaging every follower. I pretty much still do that as well, whether it's just a quick voice memo, a quick, hey, like sometimes I have more time to go a little bit more in depth, but I pretty much message everyone, everybody. And that brings in new leads because that's new conversations, right? And then the last part is just remembering to try to close out a conversation, meaning helping them to make a decision, either a decision to keep the conversation going and they like talking to you or a decision to go into your Facebook group or you send them a freebie or something. But the majority of my clients who come to me are really falling short on just leaving conversations open, never responding. So all new entrepreneurs 
ask yourself, are you actually responding to your DM conversations? You know, that's, that's important. That's important. And I think that another important thing that that made me think of that I want to touch on quickly before we wrap up this, um, this episode is tracking. I'm curious how you track, because I know that I like, I know that for a while I, or if you do, I know that for a while I was tracking every single, like I, every time I started a new conversation, I would track that and like half of the people wouldn't respond. And it was, and that just happens, right? Not everybody that you DM is going to respond back. But I just, I just know that for a while I was getting like really flustered with the way that I tracked and I had to like, um, shift that a little bit but I definitely think with that point of like closing out a conversation I know that back in the day when I like wasn't tracking anything there were times where I just forgot about conversations because they didn't answer me so I didn't like follow up right but like people sometimes just forget to answer a message and they don't mean it in any way and they forget and then a year goes by and it's like oh wow we were having a conversation and that never happened like that never like finished kind of a thing so I'm curious like what is your tracking look like? Do you track your DM outreach? Um, and how do you do it? So I think overall to be successful and to really, uh, amplify your data and really increase your like conversion rate and all of those good things that people talk about tracking is necessary. I fall short sometimes just because it sucks, right? I don't think anyone really likes it. But I do have a couple of ways that I do it. Um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the software that I just bought recently. And it's supposed to make it more automated. Pipe drive, I think. So what it's called. Yeah. So I've been using or about to start using that. And that's, that's going to help me. But I did build out my boyfriend's like an Excel wizard. So I built out a like really quote unquote advanced Excel sheet for tracking, which like will populate things and move it to the next like cell for me. Um, but because I am often closing out conversations pretty much the day I start them or two to three days after having them, I only track conversations that they made a decision to, uh, you know, reach back out or I will reach back out or something around they are not going to enroll right now. Those are the ones I'm really paying attention to. Um, and of course, the ones that close, I pay attention to. But ones that would never respond, they're typically not interested. And that goes back to my permission-based selling strategy. Um, if you've done a good job inviting that person into the conversation and making room for them to even be open to it consistently and asking the right questions, there's really not going to be much room for them not to respond. They, like you said, they might forget. And if that's the case, I always just go back and say, Hey, like, I know we were chatting about blah, blah, blah and re-engage. But for the most part, I don't have people who don't respond back to me. So I don't track any of them. But that's me. And that's because I've, DMs is my life. I love them, right? And I'm always in them in a way. Um, and it doesn't feel like a lot of work to me. But for someone who's new, and most of my clients, I do give them spreadsheets and I teach them how to use, you know, software to track. But it's about really in the beginning, how many conversations can you have that are quality, right? And the goal, even if you had five that month, how can we close all five, right? Or how can we close, you know, four of those? And, and that's what's important. Um, and one last thing I might mention, it's also about going back and looking, even if you're just scrolling through your DMs and saying, what's the furthest I've got in this conversation around? Did I ever ask for the sale? Did, did I pitch? Did they ask me? Where was an opportunity to do that? How can I learn from that? Because that's what's really going to make them, you know, make, make you better at it and, and ideally help you to close more clients. So 
I go back and forth. I teach it. I don't always do it. And I also had VAs in the past. Um, but you know, it's definitely something that most people should learn to implement. Yeah. That's so true. I love that. And since you made that point of you don't always do it because it's like hard to keep up with sometimes, I'm just going to put this out there. If there's any tech wizard listening to this um, podcast episode, I have been saying for months now, I I shouldn't probably put this out there because I could probably find somebody and probably make a lot of money on this, but it's fine. I'm going to do, I'm going to say this anyway. I have been trying for months now like talking about this where we need some kind of tech genius to create some kind of software that whenever us business owners start a DM conversation on Instagram, like, uh, a sticky note kind of thing on like a sauna will pop up on a board that gives that puts their username. How freaking smart would that be? It would be amazing. And you know, one thing I do is people forget to use Instagram to its advantage, like to its maximum capacity. I always flag hot conversations. And that's pretty much my main method of tracking. And because I'm just, I also have a good memory when it comes to who I'm talking to. Even if it's 65 people, I will scroll through and be like, ooh, this person, this person. And I take time out of my day, pretty much every day, whether it's 15 minutes or an hour to make sure I'm caught up on that because that's what I'm teaching, right? So I need to at least be a good example of actually responding to my DMs. And I might even tell people, instead of just leaving them on red for days, hey girl, I'm really busy with my DMs, but I will get back to you in two days. And if I don't, message me again, right? That also helps. Let people know. Don't don't just leave it to yourself to just remember because this is a conversation. This is this should be natural. Ask them to if you forget, pick up the slack. I love that. That's so smart. Such a good idea. Um, okay, so clearly we can both talk about DMs all day long, but let's not, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stop us here. But before we end the episode, I love asking this question. Um, for anybody that's listening that's at the beginning of their business or maybe they like have this idea, but they're scared to take that step and start their business, what, what advice would you want to give them? Oof, that is such a hard question. There's so much advice. I would take it back into the the mindset around why are you afraid and really work on that. Typically, you know, I've been there afraid of judgment. Well, I like to be very practical when it comes to our our fears so that we can easily remove them and move past them. Afraid of judgment from your family, remove them from your business page, right? Block them for a while. That sounds controversial, but that's what I had to do. Don't let them see your stories and do what you need to do to get started. I know that's the biggest, one other thing I might mention, uh, afraid to take the next step, have someone to validate your ideas, right? Like, you know, people promote market research, but go with a full business plan and present it to a biz bestie or a coach or somebody go in someone's Facebook group and say, I have a whole business idea where you guys look at it and that will help. Like, let's be real. We all want some sort of validation. Like, it's okay sometimes. So those would be my two main things to check your mindset around why you're afraid to get started and figure out what easy step can you do to, to fix that and have someone look at your business idea, your business plan. I love that. That's so, that's such a good idea. The business plan thing. Um, awesome. Well, Candice, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I really enjoyed having you. Me too. This was so much fun.
What an amazing episode, right? Like, oh my gosh, I seriously loved recording this with Candice. So what I wanted to share with you, amazing, amazing people, is uh, actually a couple of things. So the first thing, I've mentioned this a couple of times, but then I kind of fell off with it because, you know what, that happens sometimes. But seriously, moving forward, if you guys leave reviews for the podcast and tell me what you're loving about it and just hype it up. I am going to pick a winner at the end of every single month to get a 30-minute intensive with me. Now, here's the catch. To find out if you want, you have to listen to the podcast. So I'm going to announce the winner on the podcast. So leave your reviews. Let us know that you're loving the podcast. And you might get picked. You might be one of the lucky winners to win a 30-minute strategy session with me. And let me tell you guys, we can get a lot done in 30 minutes. Now, for those of you who don't want to wait... Um, to win a strategy session with me, but are interested in getting on a call with me ASAP, I am offering for the next couple of weeks, 60 minute intensives for $97. This is one of my favorite things to do. The link to grab your intensive is going to be in the um, show notes. So you just have to head down to the link in the show to the show notes and you will find the link. So go down there, check it out. We can strategize on pretty much whatever you need. We can strategize a launch plan for you. We can strategize a um, Instagram marketing plan for you. We could talk attraction marketing. We could talk DM conversations and sales. We can talk sales in general, sales calls, whatever you need. We can strategize together. I've had people, um, clients of mine, do these ninety, uh, sorry, these sixty-minute intensives, and end up getting signing multiple clients in the next week. So it's really epic um, work, and it's a really epic way to get into my space and my energy for a little bit of time at a really low rate. So if you're interested in that, the link will be in the caption and I, I'm sorry, in the show notes. Wow. And I hope to see y'all next week on the If She Did It podcast.